Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. And now back to our team coverage of the 2023 Bank of America Chicago Marathon on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Presented by Bank of America and brought to you in part by Nike, Abbott, Tata Consultancy Services, Advocate Healthcare, Gatorade Endurance, BioFreeze, and the Chicago Park District. Here's Josh Liss, Jenny Spangler, and Josh Cox. For the 17th consecutive year, it's the Bank of America Chicago Marathon on the score. Take us out with you this morning. We're here through 11. We're calling all the finishes. The races are underway, and record paces are being attacked. Welcome back to our one-of-a-kind coverage. Again, it's the 45th running. Good morning. I'm Josh List, joined by our expert crew, Jenny Spangler, U.S. Olympian and area running coach here at the finish line. And for the first time with us, accomplished runner and agent, Josh Cox. Guys, what can we say so far about this blazing fast start? Jenny? Blazing. <laughs> um, so the elite men are through the 10K now, and they're on a predicted finish of 201.04. And Josh. I'll go ahead and name some names just to intercede Benson Kipruto of Kenya, Kelvin Kiptum of Kenya, and John Career of Kenya, ages 32, 23, and 26, are the three men atop that men's pack. Um, actually, right now, uh, just recently, it's been down to two just Kelvin Kiptum and Daniel Cabet. Um, so those two right now are battling it out uh, in the men's side. And the women right now, it's all about Ruth and Safan. They're through the 10K as well, 211 pace. Um, they, yep, they're, they're going. 211.07, which is, we, I mean, they're, they're 50 seconds ahead of, of ish, uh, ahead of this record mark we'll, we'll see i love the group that they have we have a great view of the pacemakers there's two men in in front of chep and Gedich, and then there's there's two pa um, two male paces around safan and it's they're looking very smooth they have their bottles in their hand the the elite athletes they have eight fl elite fluid stations so that's something that they train with in in their long runs during training and they come here yesterday there's fluid drop off and every 5k all marathon is 42k all the way through, they have their own fluid bottles. So right now, they're taking their time. They're finishing their fluid. You have to fuel when you're out here. The body can store about 20 miles worth of glycogen, typically. So you have to constantly be topping off the fuel supplies. That's what they're doing here. I love seeing these ladies and these men running with those bottles and World taking care of it. World record pace for the women. I'm wondering, though, uh, Jenny Spangler, uh, is it sustainable? We saw Ruth sort of run out of gas in the second half last year. Absolutely, it's a sub sub sustainable. <laughs> what a word, huh? Um, but no, yeah, Ruth, last year, yes, she ran out of gas, but she had nobody with her. This year, we have Safan. Those both are going after that record, and I think if they work together, it could potentially happen. This great race, the Bank of America Chicago Marathon, isn't possible without the amazing sponsors, of course, the Bank of America itself, and that's where we bring in Chicago President Rita Cook this morning. Welcome to our show here on The Score. It's our 17th year broadcasting this race. There have been some hiccups. You know, one was canceled, uh, unfortunately, by the pandemic, but we persist. The athletes are here. What a day. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. What, what makes it all worth it for Bank of America, and uh, how exciting of a day has it been for you so far? So or it's weeks? Been, it, it's been a great day, um, a great race weekend. Uh, what makes it exciting for us is it's a great way to showcase our city. We've got uh, over 47,000 runners, as you had mentioned earlier today. That'll be a record. It will be a record. And we've got visitors, as you've seen, from all over the globe, 140 countries. A third of our field is coming from the international space. 
We've got runners from all 50 states and here local to Chicago, all 50 wards. Yeah, amazing. So many people out uh, touring these streets of Chicago. And then you think about uh, why is it ultimately worth it? But to attach yourself to this level of an athletic event, I know Bank of America does plenty of sponsorships. It, it, it's uh, a nice marriage uh, in, in terms of culture. It is. If you think about what this marathon does, it hits on everything Bank of America believes in. Yes, we're a for-profit institution and we believe in purpose. So there's an economic impact. To Chicago last year, it was estimated $386 million. You've got visitors, a quarter international, um, sorry, a third international, a quarter visiting Chicago for the first time. They're staying at our rest, or they're eating at our restaurants, staying at our hotels. But there's a huge philanthropic. So talk about social, right? You've got 1.7 million spectators out on the course, but 14,000 of our runners are running for charity. So if you're not a runner, if you're not on the course, you probably have one of those 14,000 runners running for something you care about, whether it's a healthcare cause from cancer to Alzheimer's to Parkinson's, homelessness, um, hunger, and many of us have a shelter pet in our house. So you've got runners out there for shelters as well. So this year on pace to break a record, approximately $30 million in charity giving. Yeah, the Bank of America's uh, charity program is amazing. It's going to go over $300 million since its beginning in 2002. And so good luck to the many teams out there like Team World Vision, Ronald McDonald House Charities, American Cancer Society, Team Paws Chicago. Uh, it's not the Bank of America Chicago Marathon or any World Marath Abbott World Marathon major, uh, Rita, without that charitable component. Agreed. Yeah, and it's so inspiring. Uh, you know, I, I've managed to run one marathon. Congratulations. Thank you very much. But, you know, it, it's just uh, sort of an enthusiasm. I'm sure you've been out here many a times, but when you're bringing people out here for the first time, it's like, wow. It's so fun to introduce someone to the marathon experience, whether they're running or not, for the first time. It is. My husband's out here running for the first time today, so it's myself. I've got my 7-year-old daughter out here with me cheering him on. And um, what's amazing is you're announcing all of the elite runners right now, but it's the runners that are running it for the first time that are working to push through. I was able to have uh, dinner last night with one of the charity groups, the Achilles Foundation, and to see um, many of those uh, athletes that are running in wheelchairs or on blades um, or with a guided runner. It's so inspiring. Yeah, it's Rita Cook with Bank of America, the Chicago president here, uh, Bank of America Chicago Marathon broadcast on the score. Uh, so your husband had to put in the training time, just like all these other many thousands, the 47,000. What was that like for the average runner, your husband in this case, uh, to be away out of the house for hours of a time at a time, and then he's limping around half the rest of the time, right? Yeah, you know, it's a commitment. We heard from um, some of the Olympians yesterday at a breakfast and some people that had finished here, and they talked about a passion, having a plan. You're going to feel pain. You've got to physically push through and know your why, right? So what drives you? And he, part of his training plan was he ran the Bank of America Chicago Distance Series. We've got 2,000 runners that are going to cross the line today. It starts with the 8K, so if you're listening, and you want to get out there, there's an 8K at the Shamrock Shuffle. Yeah, we love that. March you've, or April. You've got the March or April. It's a little bit brisk that morning. Mm -hmm. And then your uh, husband, we, June, he did the 13.1. He did the 13.1, yeah. the half on the west side, showcasing Chicago's uh, historic parks, Garfield Park, Humboldt Park, and Douglas Park. And then he culminated it here with his first running of the 26.2. Oh, that's fantastic. Any goals uh, of his you'd like to share besides finishing? You know, um, one thing he does want to do now that he's running his first marathon is you've heard Bank of America is now also sponsoring the Boston Marathon. Mm -hmm. And uh, you've talked about how flat and fast this course is. Uh, I found out this morning from uh, the uh, Carrie Pinkowski's counterpart, Jack Fleming from Boston, that many people come to Chicago to qualify for the Boston Marathon. So I think that's on my husband's bucket list once he that finishes today. That would be amazing. So depending on his age group, certain times, good luck to him. And uh, congratulations with uh, Bank of America and uh, you, Rita Cook, Chicago president, for being such an amazing part of this and making it all possible. Thanks Thank for the time. Thank you for having me today. You got it. Appreciate it. And good luck to your husband who's running today. Guys, uh, Jenny Spang and uh, Josh Cox, the average runner uh, may have a goal like qualifying time for Boston or just finishing. Uh, what are some of those experiences like for you, Jenny? You're a coach, and uh, Josh, you're an agent. We'll start with you, Jenny. What's going through the mind of the average runner, and what types of goals are fair? Oh, on a day like today, um, I've been encouraging my athletes to go out under control and pick it up in the second half. The, today, with the weather so 
ideal and so perfect. A lot of people over the last week have been kind of adjusting their goals and their time goals, but I'm always telling them stick to what your training has indicated, stick to your race plan, and then pick it up from there. But it's so easy to get carried up in the crowds and oh, the momentum. Absolutely. And then and, and, and next thing you know, you're emptying your energy supplies way too soon, Josh. How do you keep it together, the average runner? Yeah, really, we, we always say you run the first 20 miles with your head and you run the last 10K with your heart. And what that means is the first 20 miles, it's pace, pace, pace. Don't get caught up in the hype and the now music and clock. the crowds and the drums and it, the cheerleaders and everyone that's out on the course. And there's, you know, you're close to 2 million fans out here watching, encouraging you. So it's easy to get sucked along too quick. But coming here to get that BQ, get, getting that Boston qualifier, that's the everyday person's Olympic games. Getting that qualifier is is a huge badge of honor and you see those boston jackets being worn yeah. around town so for the average 20 or 30 something is it about three and a half hours is it a little less uh for that boston qualifying time well really for an average 20 or 30 something maybe around three hours between three and four hours i think i think it's like three 308 or something mm -hmm. and then range. yeah wow. but but even the standards this year you had to run like four or five minutes faster some some situations six minutes faster than the standard because they can only accept so many people so coming here on a day like this this is your opportunity in in 2000 i ran my first chicago marathon i was a 219.58 athlete coming in and i i had a great build up we had lab-like conditions just like today i ran 213.55 in that race and finished 10th and for me that was when running went from my avocation to my vocation and full-time distance runner for 15 years, super, super fortunate to be in the sport. But Chicago was the race that presented the opportunity. So for pros, from pros to the Joes all the way through, this is the place to get it done. Watch that clock if you're an average runner. Text your uh, family member or friend during the race and remind them. <laughs> Prize money, $820,500 purse. Men's and women's winners get $100,000. Uh, there are Olympic standards, and there are leaders in the men's field. We're going to tap back in and catch you up on what's going on. Kelvin Kiptum and Daniel Mateko seem to be taking charge in a two-man men's field, but are they on as fast a pace as the women? Let's check in ahead of the lead men with our Chris Wehrman. What do you have, Chris? Well, these guys are still running very, very fast. They've been running around mid-430 pace, uh, but it's a tale of two different types of running. We have our male pacer in the white jersey, and then we have the two Chicago jerseys, singlets by Kiptum and Mateko. Kiptum keeps pulling up to and communicating with the pacer. The pacer is giving him some hand signals, and they are communicating in terms of what Kiptum wants to do. Mateko, who's running his debut marathon, is just sitting right behind him, letting the pacer do the work, watching Kiptum but otherwise just staying really relaxed. So they are running two different races, keying off of each other. They have also put a huge, huge gap over the rest of the field. And at about three miles, it was a pretty big pack of about nine elite athletes. And right now with the two of them, they've already put on about 10 seconds per mile over the last six miles. So they are running fast but they are very comfortable staying together. I think we're going to continue to watch them run fast in these conditions for quite a while. Chris, I'm stay Chris with Swift. us. Stay with us. Yeah, Chris, I find it interesting that in London this year, Mateko was the pacer for Kiptum. So what do you, how do you think that's all playing out? You know, he was his pacer through 30K. So I've got to believe going through his mind right now, he's saying, okay, I paced this guy in London. I can stay with him. Well, you guys were just talking about the elite women and how Ruth has already gone out at 210 pace. And even though she didn't finish it, she knows what it feels like. Well, Mateko's in the same boat. He's run almost 20 miles at this pace. And as Josh Cox was saying, you run the first 20 with your head, the last 10K with your heart. So they've done the head part with their 20 milers. He might as well just see if his heart's in it for the last 10K. He's got nothing to lose. He's running against somebody who's run 201 both times that he's run. So he knows what the pace is. He knows how to run it. He's just going to have to finish it. And he's in a position to do so right now. 
All right, thank you, Chris Wehrman, out in front of the lead men. Interesting conundrum here, or at least a setup, Josh Cox, with a former high-level pacer for Kelvin Kiptum, Daniel Mateko, running neck and neck with Kiptum behind the lone pacer. Yeah, it, it's actually a fantastic way to get your feet wet at the marathon distance, coming in as a pacer. And as Kerry Pinkowski alluded to, finding a pacemaker that can actually compete and bring these guys through 30K, 18.6 miles. There's, there's only a handful of them, handful of them globally that, that can get this job done. But he had that experience in April. And now, hey, we're here for the real thing. And now... They're at they're at two oh one oh six pace, so they're on world record marathon pace. And looking outside at these flags, it's very still. They're getting the perfect conditions, and they're seizing the opportunity. Twenty three year old Kenyan Kelvin Kiptum, second fastest marathon time ever in his win in London earlier this year. The current world record is held by Elliot Kipchoge, set in Berlin, twenty twenty two, of two oh one. 09. In his Chicago debut today, Kiptum is in the lead with his former pacer, Daniel Mateko. Both Kenyans. Defending champion Benson Kipruto is at least 10 seconds behind. And the Americans, Galen Rupp and Connor Mance, it's anybody's best guess as we scroll down and catch you up on the Americans a little later today. The women's side, Ruth Chepengedich trying to win for the third time in a row here. Her competitors are trying to keep up with the likes of Safan Hassan. They've been pushing the women's world record pace, a number set just over 2.11 and change recently in Berlin. Let's catch up now with the lead women's pack and our Trainer Moser. Trainer, catch us up. I, we just passed the nine-mile markers. They came through at 44.57. These women are running exceptionally fast, but you would never know it. They make it look so easy. Um, they look very, very relaxed. They look very strong. They're surrounded by their pacers. I know Safan Hassan had brought in her own personal pacer, just to keep her honest and just to keep her relaxed, and he's doing a great job. And she is led by, honestly, just a step or two by Ruth Kippengedich. Um, Ruth just stepped out, and they had, a little before the nine-mile mark, they had passed the um, fueling station. Actually, we're getting ready to hit one now, and it looks like Ruth is going to take some fluids in here. But the, the women just look really, really great. They look so smooth would never know that they're on um, 2.11 pace right now. And I'm Trinia Moser. Now back to you, Josh List, for the Bank of America Chicago Marathon score broadcast system near the finish line. All right, you got it, Trinia. Thanks for the time. Appreciate that. The women on world record pace, the men on world record pace, and the wheelchair finishers are going to be coming through a little bit later this hour. The men at about 8.45 and the women at the top of the hour around 9. The leaders, Marcel Hoog, in a distance, it seems, behind his competitors. And on the women's side, Susanna Scaroni and Catherine De Bruner, the 28-year-old from Switzerland. Scaroni, the 32-year-old who lives in Champaign, is the defending champion and making her ninth appearance in Chicago. So Scaroni, De Bruner, and on the men's side, Hoog. Those are the chairs that are going to be coming through later this hour. It's a celebration here in Chicago. It's not just a high-level athletic event, but 29 different neighborhoods are on display for the world. And the weather is beautiful, even if it's a little chilly. But that's running weather. Gabe Ramirez, let's catch up with you on the lead vehicle. How's your morning going, Gabe? Josh, so far so good. I've actually taken off a couple of layers. You know, it feels kind of good in this lead vehicle. Watch these run their tails off right now. We're in Lincoln Park. We actually just passed up my elementary school. I went to Lincoln Elementary right there on Fullerton and Clark. We just passed it up. I oh, could they'd be smell proud the of five you. Guys. Yeah, yeah, I could smell the five guys as I was passing by. But everyone's out here. You know what else, Josh? Everybody, their dogs are out here, too. It's not just the people. You see dogs barking, getting excited. You hear people in the background right now. Uh, but we're passing through Lincoln Park. You can see the crowd starting to swell as the sun comes out as well. There's bands playing. Uh, nothing like it. Another Chicago Marathon. Uh, right here, and I can't wait to see what happens as we get towards the finish line. I'm Gabe Ramirez. Uh, now back to Josh List, the Bank of America, Chicago Marathon, score broadcast center near the finish line. Nothing gets listeners excited from what I've uh, garnered over the years. This is my 26th marathon I've covered, 17 in a row here on the score. Uh, nothing gets listeners excited with the prospect of a potential world record. 
Jenny, that seems to be shaping up in the men's and women's field. Absolutely. Typically at a race as big as Chicago, you kind of maybe expect it coming in, but right now it's becoming a reality. Yes, we're still early in the race, but as Josh Cox keeps talking about, we have the course, we have the conditions, and we have the competition. And these, all of these uh, athletes are using each other. They're using the pacers to make this happen. Yeah, I, I really love what's going on in this women's race. Last year here, we talk about Chepin Gedich and her aggressive racing style. She was 30-40 at 10K. This year, she was 31.05, and she has company with Hassan. So you talk about 25 seconds is slower this year, which slower is better. There's no such thing as banking time in the marathon. If you want to run the fastest times in history, I run even or negative split. So that means the same pace throughout or the second half faster. And she's teeing this up now perfectly. They're at, they were at 211.07 pace at 10K. They just crossed 15K, a little over nine miles, 211.06 pace. So they're locked in right now. And I, I, I like the chances. Well, it looks like Dina Castor is going to remain the most recent uh, American winner here in Chicago, and Galen Rupp as well, back in 05 and 17 for each of them. Where are the Americans, Jenny, uh, in, in the race right now? And it's a little different this year, guys, being uh, lead up to the Olympic trials next year. Absolutely. They may be running a different type of race today, the Americans. Absolutely. Especially the men are really geared on time today. The Olympic standard for, uh, for the marathon for the men is 208.10. As of right now, no American male has met that Olympic standard. So if you listened at the press conference on Friday, Connor Mance, Galen Rupp all talked about 208.10. And currently through the 15K, we actually have three Americans that are on sub 208.10 pace. Connor Mance, Sam Chalenga, and Daniel Mesboon. Um, I don't see uh, Galen right now in the mix, but I would never count Galen out. Yeah, how about you, Josh? Where are the American runners? Yeah, they they look good. I did get a report that Galen Galen was in there at at forty five twelve is what they split at the fifteen k, and that's two oh seven oh seven pace. So these guys not only are under that two oh eight ten standard, the Olympic standard, but they're 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 beating it by over a minute. So these guys, they have each other. It's a great group. They have five guys together right now, and I, 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 it's perfect. Today is the absolute perfect lab-like conditions that you hope and dream of when you line up for a marathon. We're watching the clock. We're watching the runners. It's the 45th running of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. Well underway. World records in play along with Josh Cox and Jenny Spangler. I'm Josh List near the finish line. Much more ahead, including all four finishers. The Bank of America Chicago Marathon broadcast is live on Sports Radio 670, The Score. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Get fit this fall with the Chicago Park District, offering low-cost, in-person, and virtual programs in fitness, nutrition, and sports for all age groups, ability levels, and for families, as well as state-of-the-art fitness centers, pools, and athletic facilities at parks around the city. Take a class or join a team. In-person and online registration for the upcoming winter session is right around the corner. Visit ChicagoParkDistrict.com for class schedules at your local park, as well as other park locations, and for more information, ChicagoParkDistrict.com. People come from all over for the marathon, but it seems like everyone's on their phones because they're banking with Bank of America. Take this runner over here. He's using Zelle to pay back a friend for going halvesies on a hotel room. Woo, he's gonna sleep well tonight. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, you just can't stop banking. What would you like the power to do? Proud sponsor of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. 26.2 miles will push you to the limit of what's possible to prove that at our healthiest, there's no telling how far we can go. Join Abbott as we celebrate the runners of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon, one of the premier races of the Abbott World Marathon Majors. Because wherever we are on life's journey, with good health, we are unstoppable. Visit us at the Abbott booth during the race at the Abbott Health and Fitness Expo, October 5th through 7th at McCormick Place. The 45th running of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon is around the corner. If you aren't running this year, join the excitement of race weekend as a volunteer. Volunteers serve in many ways, from greeting runners at the Abbott Health and Fitness Expo to supporting participants in Grant Park and along the 26.2-mile course. Be energized and inspired by joining the event volunteer team. Registration is open through Friday, September 29th. Learn more at chicagomarathon.com slash volunteer. And now back to our team coverage of the 2023 Bank of America Chicago Marathon on Sports Radio 670 The Score, presented by Bank of America and brought to you in part by Nike, Abbott, Tata Consultancy Services, Advocate Healthcare, Gatorade Endurance, BioFreeze, and the Chicago Park District. Here's Josh Liss, Jenny Spangler, and Josh Cox. Hi, this is Josh Liss, as Russ Matera exclaimed. It's good to join you near the finish line here on Columbus Drive. The wind is only tickling through at about 5, 8 miles per hour. There's mostly sunshine with a little haze overhead taking the edge off. The elite runners are out and underway. So are the chair runners bound to finish later this hour. And guys, Jenny and uh, Josh, it looks like both men's and women's elite fields are on record pace. Absolutely. We've got... Two women um, going for the record, two men going for the record. They're working with the Pacers. They're working off each other, and it's exciting. Yeah, Ruth Chepengedich and Safan Hassan are dueling in the women's race, and Josh Cox, a speedy men's duo of Kelvin Kiptum, and in his marathon debut, Daniel Mateko. Yeah, it's really interesting. I love that Mateko's there with, with Kiptum, and and Kiptum's it, only in his third career marathon. It's it. We have we, we so have so much the, for experience. <laughs> so much for that, man. You you have the one pacemaker, which we did lose one. There was supposed to be another one here, but he he fell ill. So I love that it's not just a pacemaker and Kiptum. I love that he has company because the competition is so important when you get on the other side of 30k. Absolutely reminds me of another young. Kenyan runner from a few years back, a past Chicago Marathon winner, the late Sammy Wanjiro, who just seemed to cannonball himself across the course. There were no rules about how to do it that he seemed to care to respect. Uh, I wonder if you see some similarities with what a 23-year-old Kiptum is bringing here to a speedy uh, course that the late Sammy Wanjiro seemed to you know, have those characteristics as well. Compare and contrast. Sammy really changed the game for male, male marathoning, and he really did it. He, he not only ran the record-setting times on in Chicago and, and other races, but it was, it was the Beijing Olympics, and it was so hot, and the conditions were so warm. I was training. I didn't make the team that year. I had training partners that, that were there that did. Ryan Hall was one, and we were, we were watching, and we all thought, there's no way that this guy can do this in these conditions. It, this is... There's, there's no chance, and he did it. So Sammy was a guy that threw caution to the wind. He ran aggressive. He wasn't afraid to go. I, I spent three buildups training over in Kenya, in, in Koptegat, and I recall this one time after a long run, we got back, and I started talking to this 800-meter runner, and I said, what are your goals? And he said, I, I think I can run 140 this year. 
and anyone that knows anything about track, the world record is two, three seconds slower than that. And I'm like, he's not limiting himself by what people have done historically. He's just going off of the way that he feels. And being a little naive in in a young runner where you don't have all of these years of data with yourself on these courses, you go, I don't know, I feel good. I'm gonna go with this lead pack and I'm gonna make it happen. And that's what we're seeing today. Yeah. Kiptum and Wanjiru, very, very similar. It's yeah, a great the point. late Sammy Wanjiru, uh, rest in peace, uh, past Chicago Marathon champion and a great of all time. Kelvin Kiptum, in the spirit of his fellow Lake Kenyan, is uh, running blazing fast here today. Uh, of course, Chicago, the Bank of America Chicago Marathon, is part of the Abbott World Marathon Majors series of races, six of the best worldwide. And thank goodness for Abbott. And joining us now, Chris Miller, Abbott Division Vice President, Global Brand Strategy and Innovation. Welcome back to the race, our friend. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you, Josh. It's fantastic to be here. I know we're talking a lot about the elites today, but uh, pretty soon we're going to see a whole bunch of backpack runners coming through. And you mentioned the Abbott World Marathon Majors. That's made up of six iconic races. So Tokyo, Boston, London, Berlin, New York, and of course Chicago. And there'll be about 200 people today getting their Abbott World Marathon Majors six-star medal later today. Yeah, six-star medals. I know the Sydney Marathon. I'm going to cut right to the big question. Are, are you guys going to expand? We've asked you this a couple of year, uh, a couple of times over the past, but they, you ran a Sydney Marathon sort of as a test run. How would you explain uh, where you're at with possible expansion from six and beyond, and whose hands uh, does it lie in? Well, you can't say world without truly being you know, races around the world. So there's three races that have been in, uh, in consideration, Sydney the most recent. Uh, their most recent race, uh, my understanding, went really well. Um, it's being evaluated right now by the operations team with the um, Abbott World Marathon Majors. Um, and so we'll see what that comes out. A race has to qualify for two years. Um, so the earliest it could become an official Abbott World Marathon Majors is 2025. However, today we're also hosting the Abbott World Marathon Majors um, Age Group Championship taking place. So 2,700 Age Group Championship runners that have qualified to run here in Chicago today. And next year's race will be held over Sydney as well. That's fantastic. There's always that cool race within the race that you're talking about. So mm -hmm. people at different age groups, every five-year clip, you know, 35, 40, 45, 50, you can compete for different prizes and, and championships and recognition. And uh, in terms of the expansion and the six so you might have to go to the seven star uh, finisher you when you when you mentioned the six star finisher medal i thought maybe you'd have well, to add that seven star in the future the six star that would be great the six star medal is pretty iconic so not to scare any listeners out there who might be chasing it down i, I don't see that necessarily going away sure. but we'll have something unique to uh, to follow that absolutely sure well good luck with the expansion down the road and and your only reason we get to that is because of how successful it's become did you have ever have an, any idea that in all the world of track and stuff and all these athletic events that Abbott could attach itself to that the marathon would become maybe the premier sort of track and field event like this. Well, you know, Abbott's our, uh, here in Chicago is our hometown, and for us as a health technology company, the marathon's really about celebrating what health allows you to achieve, whether it's those runners who are going to cross the finish line first or those uh, back of the pack. And so for us to be able to raise it up and inspire people, just as these racers inspire everybody else, uh, is key. And so, in fact, it's, it's in our DNA. So it Mile 24 and a half, for example, we've got 300 employees who are going to be out there cheering on all the runners as they come through. We have 88 employees and friends of Abbott who are running. So it, we've seen it grow within our own organization. It's great to see it grow globally as well. Why is it a priority for you and your company to, to get involved in that sort of spirit of athleticism and try to connect yourself to what happens here on race day? Well, I think Ellie Kipchoge says it the best. If you can, if you can complete a marathon, you can do anything in life. And so we all appreciate our health and we know what health allows you to achieve. And that's what we're out here um, celebrating. And so inspiring those million plus spectators out there today the million plus spectators um, at each of the other iconic Abbott World Marathon major races, whether it's showcasing our Freestyle Libre products for people with diabetes, uh, nutritional products like Pedialyte and, and Insure Max Protein that our athletes consume. Um, it's all part of uh, that journey that people are on. How else are you going to spend your uh, holiday here at the race today? <laughs> well, I'll be at the finish line here. I think we're going to see a wheelchair finish here pretty soon, so we'll see that. And then uh, stay to see the elites come in and, and uh, of course, see a lot of our runners. Uh, wouldn't uh, count out Daniel just quite yet on that uh, that men's lead. He, it's We'd be love to see one. him catch up a little bit, but this Marcel Hoog, you've seen him enough. He, oh. he knows what he's doing. No, in the wheelchair, definitely. I'm talking about in the yeah. men's uh, running here. Ah, uh, it's yeah. going to be a close finish. But yeah, sure. Marce Marcel's out there, but I think there may be a good, good battle there for, for finish. It's great to see Susanna. Um, we actually have uh, um, some one of our employees holding the finish line tape. 
for the wheelchairs, tied to our employee affinity disabilities group uh, in supporting inclusion. Yeah, it's amazing how many layers Abbott has interacting with this race, the age group championships and stuff. I want to thank you for your time, Chris. It's always great to have you on the air. And enjoy the rest of the day. Like I say, it's a holiday. Great. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate the time. Chris Miller with Abbott, Divisional Vice President, Global Brand Strategy and Innovation, the Abbott World Marathon Majors. And Jenny Spangler, as I reintroduce you, and, and Josh Cox, and we'll catch you up on some leaders in a moment. Uh, you are a coach, Jenny, and you've got a special runner uh, competing today who's going for uh, trying to beat the tape in her group. Yes, I do, Josh. Uh, Jenny Hitchings, uh, she just turned 60 in July, like me, and she's going to uh, set the world age group record, um, which is 252, which for a 60-year-old, that is lightning fast. Wow, breaking three hours at that age. Yep, and, absolutely. I mean, what... Um, what are the challenges when you get beyond 40, beyond 50, and then to 60 years old? What are the challenges? I'd imagine showing up on race day is one thing, but putting in the many miles that it takes to get trained, uh, how do you adjust as you age? Uh, well, recovery is a big one. So I, I find that most athletes, including myself, we take longer between our hard workouts to recover. So that's it's kind of a fine balance. So you do a hard workout, and you might have to wait an extra two or three days before you do that. Don't put in as many mileage. I find we do some more cross training than we do pounding the pavement. So mm -hmm. recovery and just, you know, pay attention to your body. And I think Josh Cox and Jenny Spangler, about 40-year-old Des Linden. San Diego native, resides in Michigan. Her career best of 222.38 came in Boston in 2011. She was second. That's over 12 years ago. She last ran Chicago in 2010. But Des Linden is not out here to win today's race. The 2018 Boston Marathon champ in that cold April rain uh, is out here for other reasons. Yeah, Des is a client of mine. She was actually my first client and is the one that wrote me into this agent business. Uh, Roped for, you for, in. Yeah, sure. she did. She did. But <laughs> Like there's nothing else in, in being an agent that's worth it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she no, she, she's, she's a phenomenal athlete two-time Olympian. You mentioned that historic Boston win, uh, first American winner on the women's side there in 33 years. She, We decided to come back to Chicago this year so she could see how fast she could be. It was a memorable announcement to come back in the race. Jenny, do you remember what she posted on social media? Yeah, she said, faster as a master. <laughs> that's, that's it. And when you talk about running at a top level as a master's runner at the age of 40, she she turned 40 this year. She's out to to best Dina Castor's American Masters record today that was set here in Chicago in 2015. That time 227.47 is the mark that she needs to beat. And the plan going into today was for her to go through the halfway in 73 flat. So that's 226 flat. So right now uh, we're monitoring Des Linden's time, the 40-year-old American. It's the Bank of America Chicago Marathon's 45th running, and for the 17th year in a row, we're here with you on The Score. I'm Josh Liss with Josh Cox and Jenny Spangler and our cast of insiders and reporters along the course. The leaders in the marathon right now on the ladies' side are two-time defending champ Ruth Chepengedich and 30-year-old Safan Hassan, who won in her marathon debut in London earlier this year. The men's leaders are Kelvin Kiptum and Daniel Mateko, who have very little experience, while the defending champion Benson Kipruto is yards and yards back. The chair leader is Marcel Hoog, and un unless he blows a tire, I, I don't see him not finishing first in just a matter of minutes. And in the ladies' chair race, it's tightened up a little bit because the women's leaders have caught up to some of the men's field. But we can clearly identify on many of our closed-circuit monitors here at the finish line in Grand Park that uh, Catherine De Bruner and Susanna Scaroni are at the front of the women's chair race. And I remember Susanna Scaroni in the press conference on Friday said the last thing that she wanted was to, to come down to a sprint finish. Well, guess what, Josh? It looks like it's going to come down to a sprint finish. Wow. Champagne, Susanna Scaroni, the defending champ in her ninth appearance in Chicago since her debut seventh place in 2011. She's just 32. Uh, she's finished seventh, second, seventh, sixth, fifth, seventh, fourth, and finally first in Chicago. Uh, I don't know if Scaroni's going to want to swallow a runner-up finish uh, after seeing the top of the podium last year. 
Absolutely. And but you know, this year, uh, Catherine de Bruner, she edged her out in Berlin. So you know that besides not wanting to be runner up, she definitely wants to get back at Catherine de Bruner. Amazing that Scaroni, who was paralyzed in a family car accident at age five, in the last two years, she's come back from another serious car accident suffered during a training ride, Josh Cox, when she was hit by a car. Yeah, it was it was an accident that really impacted this whole community. And w when you're talking about safety and when you're when you're out here on uh, doing the push rim, you're you're pretty low. It's not like a regular bike where visibility from cars and, uh, and to be able to see yeah, you're lower to the ground a little bit. You are. Yeah. And uh, it's it's been remarkable. Her recovery. Um, we're we're thrilled that she's back and at the top of her game. But like Jenny mentioned, you you lose in Berlin, you turn around and you're like, okay, what did I do wrong there? How can I change and how can I come and defend my title here in Chicago? Three-time U.S. Paralympian and defending chair women's champion Susanna Scaroni is sharing the lead right now down the stretch with Switzerland's 28-year-old Catherine De Bruner. So interesting to see how they collide. I also want to mention that Marcel Hoog is on a blazing fast pace on the men's chair side, and we'll be calling those chair winners a little bit later this hour. The men's leaders on the elite side, it's a two-man pack, and it looks like they've ditched their pacers, Kelvin Kiptum and a former high-level pacer for Kiptum in his own right, Mateko. So Kiptum and Mateko, and let's go out now because how many dozens and hundreds and thousands of runners are filing in behind the leaders? We bring in Mike Esposito around Belmont and Broadway. I bet it's full on at this point in the race. Espo, what's up? Yeah, Josh, it is. It's one of the most fun parts of the course. You can hear it in the background here right around Belmont and Broadway between mile markers 8 and 9. And you're right, the elusive path, this is where you get the mass waves coming through. First-time runners, people you could tell have run before, but people just like you and me running up and down the streets, men and women, some first-timers, and some, like I said, that you could tell have run before. But this is where... You get a lot of crowds. We are out here near some of the bars and restaurants on the strip here. And I'm standing next to a water station. I'll tell you something you don't get an appreciation for unless you stand here and watch it. Handing out this water in Gatorade, it's not an easy thing. The runners are going by very quickly. There's a lot of grab and, and dump. Some goes in the mouth, some goes over the head. I saw a few people splashing in their eyes, but... It's quite a spectacle here. It's a lot of fun to be down here watching, and we're watching the uh, the waves come through here right around Belmont and Broadway. I'm Mike Esposito. Now back to Josh Liss at the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Score Broadcast Center near the finish line. Thank you. I love that they're dumping water on their heads already, which just goes to show when they're in, in mid-40s temperature-wise with a light breeze. It's not like it's 70 degrees like half of the last 15 marathons have reached 70-plus here. It, there is a little bit of uh, ability to heat up, and you want to cool yourself off. We're going to head back out into the front. Oh, and you got to pinch that cup, by the way. Give yourself a little pinch. That way it doesn't go all over your face. Not that it matters. Uh, nobody's keeping track. Adam Studinsky, studs, you're out in the middle of the course around Union Station. We've got thousands passing your position momentarily. Uh, what is your uh, point of view on the festivities here on uh, Bank of America Chicago Marathon Holiday Sunday, Studs? Oh, it's, it's, it's so great out here, Josh. Great advice on the cup, by the way. That, that's perfect advice for any runners out there. But anyway, the leaders just passed us a little bit ago. They are absolutely flying and just, just annihilating the rest of the field here at Union Station. It's like you said, a little bit, half, little bit halfway through the race here. A lot more spectators than the last time that I reported it. Everyone's got their signs. They're cheering every runner that comes by. And I got to tell you, that's my favorite part of this whole thing. Everyone cheers for everyone, not just the people that they're out here to see. It's such a great thing to see in this city. I'll report back later. We're going to move locations in just a little bit and check out another part of the race. But for now, over by Union Station, I'm Adam Stavinsky. Back to Josh Lewis at the Bank of America, Chicago Marathon Sport Broadcast Center near the finish line. Thank you, Studs. Ooh, listen to that crowd. More cowbell. <laughs> More cowbell. <laughs> Marcel Hoog, the silver bullet, is in the clear lead on the men's side. Uh, he... It, his uh, best time came in a non-record eligible course in Boston uh, earlier this year, 117.06. He holds the world record set a couple of years ago, so really no surprise that Hoog in the state-of-the-art chair is in the lead, and within just a matter of minutes, we expect him to be our first champion here today. Uh, I want to reset with Jenny Spangler and Josh Cox and check up with 
Where are the Americans, Jenny? No one is even tickling the lead pack. No, but the Americans are running very, very strong. Like we stated earlier, their goal is 208.10. Right now, we've got several, including Connor Mance and Galen Rupp, running in the 206 range. And this is really an important race for Galen Rupp. He DNF'd at New York City uh, last year in 2022. He's you know had some health issues, some coaching 37 changes. Now. 37. He's been training for the last seven weeks in Flagstaff away from his family. This was an important like race for him in, in regards to next year. What can I do? Can I make that Olympic trials team? You know, can I? get to Paris 2024, and he's really having a good showing today. Yeah, so can it still be a winning day for some of these Americans, even if they're not winning the race, Josh? Oh, I, I, absolutely, and this is the race within the race. Bring it back, Josh. We've got Marcel Hoog making his way up Mount Roosevelt and on to Columbus Drive. The silver bullet in all his glory will be first to cross. One, push after the oh he's showing some exhaustion putting a hand in the air he's not pushing anymore head down marcel hoog is today's champion in the men's wheelchair at the bank of america's 45th running of the chicago marathon marcel hoog wow guys he was pushing and pushing and then stopped pushing put his arms out in front of his waist put his head down in exhaustion before giving one last thrust of his arms in the air and crossing that finishing tape what a thrill I think he was just preparing himself to put his hands up in the air. Um, yeah, what a wonderful race for him. Once again, just a dominant, dominant athlete. Um, shows once again why he's the champion. Yeah, Marcel doing what Marcel does, and he absolutely obliterated this push rim category today, just looking like he's at the very, very top of his game winning yet another Abbott World Marathon major. Two-time defending champion Chicago, his fourth Chicago Marathon championship. Marcel Hoog is the men's winner in the chair. He's done it before in 16-17 last year and now 2023. The silver bullet, Marcel Hoog, 37-year-old from Switzerland, the Bank of America Chicago Marathon men's wheelchair champion. According to his Wikipedia page, he was born in Switzerland, again, with spina bifida in 1986. Once met his hero, another chair racer, as he was growing up on the farm, one of four brothers, and was inspired to get into athletics. So congratulations to Marcel Hoog. I, I never cease to be uh, amazed by what he's able to do. And now we're talking about Galen Rupp uh, at age 37. Uh, struggling to keep up with the main pack, maybe running against the clock in a successful way. But here's Hoog at age 37 in these state-of-the-art chairs, just continues to win. Two times in Chicago, four, uh, four, a fourth time in Chicago, and now back-to-back. -back. Yeah, absolutely. He's had such an outstanding career, dominant for many, 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 many years, and I'm excited to see what he can do next year in 2024. Absolutely. Any thoughts on Hoog? And then we're going to get back to your thoughts on the Americans before we take a break, Josh. Yeah, I'm, I'm in awe of Hoog and what he's been able to do. And to dominate a field like this the way that he has, I mean, it's, it's more than a mile of road that, that he's put between him and his next competitor, just absolutely obliterating the field. It's a testament to his consistency, his drive, and his work ethic, getting on... Get, traveling the globe to all of these races and it's not six months in between races for these guys it's it's you know a couple weeks in between a few they're over in berlin they're coming here they're going to new york just a huge testament to him and the work that he's put in yeah, he's five and oh this year with wins in tokyo london boston uh and chicago now pretty amazing marcel who congratulations the women's chair leaders Susanna scaroni the defending champ and switzerland's Catherine de bruner are making their way through the back end of the course they've got just a few miles left and we expect to call that finish at but before around the top of the hour uh one last tidbit on where the americans are and how will today still be a winning day even if they don't end up on the podium right you talk about the race within the race and the the american men this pack of connor mance galen rupp sam chalenga daniel mesfin they those four are all together they split 103 21 at the half so you talk about the race within the race that's that's 206 42 pace right so these guys 208.10 was was the mark that they really had all... That had, Olympic standard you're mentioning. The Olympic standard the that men. they all wanted to hit. And they're all working together. And they're not only bettering that mark right now, but they're, they're well ahead. 
So the Americans are running tactically against the clock today with the Olympics in the back of their mind, it sounds like, Jenny. Absolutely. And you look at all Galen Rupp, his PR is 206, what, uh, 07? And right now he's running 206.42. So he's having a great day for himself. You know, you consider his long career. But absolutely, um, 208.10 is their target. If they run under that, it will be a great day for them. Yeah, it just goes to show how fast Kiptum and uh, DeMateco are running. Yeah, no, there's there's absolutely no question. I mean, and to, to add on to about Rupp, he's the wild card in this American field because when he's at the top of his game, an Olympic medalist, two-time Olympic medalist, when he's at the top of his game, he's – He's he's can compete with anybody in the world, and you you talk about anybody in the world. Kipped him up front right now, and the, these guys pacemakers are gone because this is what happens when you have these guys running two hundred one pace. They they have each other, and that's huge right now, side by side, shoulder to shoulder in those Nike kits. Yeah, it's a two man race, and on the women's side, Jenny, we've got Ruth Chepengetich uh, trying to defend her title with Savan Hassan still on her tail. Absolutely, those two are running together, working together, and just to bring it back, just a little bit on Mateko, I'm interested. He's only made it through 30K before when he was pacing Kiptum at uh, London earlier this year. We're approaching 30K, so I'm really, really excited to see how he's going to respond uh, in the later miles. So many storylines, so much speed. One of today's four winners on the pro high-profile races are in the books. Congratulations to the men's chair champ, Marcel Hu, going back-to-back -back in Chicago and for the fourth time all-time. We're going to step aside for a quick moment and remind you that the 45th running of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon, our wall-to-wall -wall coverage, is going to continue soon along with Josh Cox and Jenny Spangler. I'm Josh Liss. More ahead on Sports Radio 670, The Score. Live to go the distance because no matter where or how far your run takes you, the LiveWell app is there. Get easy access to vital health information. Schedule a virtual visit. Download healthy recipes to fuel up after your run. Find calm with guided meditations and more. The LiveWell app puts your health at your fingertips so you can live fully, virtually anywhere. Download the LiveWell app today. Advocate Healthcare, the official healthcare partner of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. Tata Consultancy Services believes in the transformative power of technology in business as well as in running. Just like we help many of the world's largest businesses innovate to achieve their goals, TCS strives for new ways to use technology to enhance the marathon experience for athletes and fans alike. Download the official Bank of America Chicago Marathon app, powered by TCS, for runner tracking, finish line predictions, race results, interactive course maps, alerts, and more. Available now in the Google Play and Apple App Store. Get fit this fall with the Chicago Park District, offering low-cost, in-person, and virtual programs in fitness, nutrition, and sports for all age groups, ability levels, and for families, as well as state-of-the-art fitness centers, pools, and athletic facilities at parks around the city. Take a class or join a team. In-person and online registration for the upcoming winter session is right around the corner. Visit chicagoparkdistrict.com for class schedules at your local park, as well as other park locations, and for more information, chicagoparkdistrict.com. Marathons come with aches and pains, and that's where BioFreeze can help. Whether it's sore muscles and joints, sprains, strains, or bruises, BioFreeze applies easily and cools the pain to get you back to your best. BioFreeze is fast-acting and provides powerful pain relief. Find us at Expo, on course at mile 21, or in the post-race party to receive your sample of BioFreeze to relieve pain before, during, and after the race. BioFreeze is there when you need it most. Uses Directed. And now, back to our team coverage of the 2023 Bank of America Chicago Marathon on Sports Radio 670 The Score, presented by Bank of America and brought to you in part by Nike, Abbott, Tata Consultancy Services, Advocate Healthcare, Gatorade Endurance, BioFreeze, and the Chicago Park District. Here's Josh Liss, Jenny Spangler, and Josh Cox. It's great to be back with you on the score. And for the 17th consecutive year, we're giving you a blow-by-blow -blow of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. Hard to believe this is the 45th running. And for 33 of those years, race director Kerry Pinkowski has assembled an amazing field. We're going to touch in and touch base with Kerry in just a quick second as he joins us here yards from the finish line on Columbus Drive in Grant Park. I'm Josh Liss, Jenny Spangler, Josh Cox. We've been joined by a few 
other dignitaries already. We've called the men's wheelchair champion back-to-back, uh, -back, Marcel Hoog, the course record holder and four-time champ now. And in the women's chair race, it's Susanna Scaroni, the 32-year-old from Champaign, looking to defend her title along with Catherine De Bruner, the 28-year-old from Switzerland. Both amazing standout champions going neck and neck in the chairs. The men's leaders are Kelvin Kiptum and Daniel Mateko. The women's leaders are defending champ, two-time defending champ Ruth Chepengedich and out of the Netherlands, Safan Hassan. So, Kerry Pinkowski, as you join Jenny and Josh Cox and I, uh, what are your thoughts on this blazing fast start? And what uh, I'll guess uh, start with Marcel Hoog. You know, he's, he's so been the dominant uh, athlete in the in the uh, in the wheelchair division for several years now, and uh, you know he just he just knows how to put it together. We I think. wanted Roman Chuck to keep up. We wanted some others to keep up. Yeah. Start to finish, Marcel Hoog was so out in front. He he, he dominated. Today. Just gone. Just yeah, gone. And might say more about uh, about Hoog than it does Roman Chuck. Yeah, he's 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 improving. He's improving. He's improving. And I think I think part of that is the technology that he's brought to it. But th this guy has it down to a science. The way he prepares, the way he trains, his diet, all those things, his his profile in the chair, the, the aerodynamics to the whole thing, it's, he's taken it to a new level, obviously. And in the next few minutes, we're going to be calling the women's chair champion. We've seen Susanna Scaroni do it before, but this Catherine De Bruner it was a little bit off our radar maybe today. You know, she's, she made a big impact in Berlin, really, you know, surfaced in, in a big way. So I think she's she's the one you've got to watch. And, and I think she likes Chicago. She seemed to be comfortable here, her first time to Chicago. So hopefully that relates to a great performance. We talked about the late Sammy Wanjiro on how he set a template for just uh, careless, not careless, but that reckless go-for-it style and how Kelvin Kiptum is sort of, at age 23, picking up on that style, Josh Cox. Yeah, there's no question, Kerry. We were talking about Wanjiro and the, the aggressive nature of his racing style, what he did at the Beijing Games in the heat, what he did here on the streets of Chicago time and time again. Now we have this young upstart, Kelvin Kiptum, who has had the greatest start in marathoning history. What are your thoughts? You, you know, I think when an athlete comes to Chicago, and we talked about this early, there's such a legacy and history of athletes that have been, you know, Steve Jones in 1985, went out as fast as these guys right. are without the plated shoe, without a lot of the technology and everything. So it's not like it's not in the culture here. I mean, we had a world record in Berlin a couple of weeks ago, 2.11. Ruth Chepengedich last year was on 2.11 pace, so it's in that consciousness. So athletes are starting to think that this is what I can do, and they're going out and doing it. So, um, you know, when you catch an athlete like Kelvin Kipton on the front, of it, front end of his career, like we did with Sammy Wanjiro, like we did with Khalid, it opens up a whole new opportunity of expression, and they're not intimidated or held back by a lot of things. The experience is fresh. They're they're risk takers, and they they're not caught up in time or space or history. And this was in the plan, Kerry. Uh, this is not taking anybody by surprise. As we're joined uh, at the marathon broadcast position here on the score by race director Kerry Pinkowski and Jenny. Yeah, Kerry. Daniel Mateko. I'm really excited about what. He's doing for himself today. He is making a statement. Yes, he uh, paced um, in London uh, through 30K. He's used to this kind of pace, but just to put himself out there, go for it, making a statement at Chicago. He's really do making a name for himself today. Well, well, you know, guys, I'll tell you something. The best laid plans we have. We had brought. The, we had six pacers two months ago. Three of four of them couldn't get a visa. Right, so we had to make an adjustment. We had to make an adjustment again. One of the guys got sick. This deal may have been cut at the mile marker, two mile marker said, where you know Kelvin said, "Come help me. Let's let's do something that's together." Right. So you know the you know it's the spirit of the competition. You got a young man that's on the a very young guy who's very talented, and Kelvin may have said, "Come help me. I'll help you out in the future." Josh so, Cox, do you suspect they're working together to a degree, the two men's leaders? Yeah, there, there's absolutely no question that, that they've been working together and. There's strength in the pack, and you, you, they don't have necessarily a pack, but they have each other. So really, you're, yes, you're competitors when that gun goes off between the curbs, but you want to work together. A, a lot of times when we're in these races, we'll look around. I've been in this American pack here in Chicago, and likewise, they're having the same, the same discussion. And you look over, and you say, let's work together until 30K. Let's stay together. Let's take turns. When, when the pacemakers do fall off, you say, hey, you, you take a mile, I'll take a mile. So there's, there's definitely this nature of working together out there. And how do we give either one of the men's uh, co-leaders an edge 
we, we, both of them have so little experience, Kerry, but yet they belong here so much. Sometimes that that pays the biggest dividends, Josh. I mean, it's it's the you know they're not they're not they're not cluttered by anything they should or shouldn't do. They're just out there uh, expressing themselves a- athletically, and sometimes that's the purest form. Well, and they're expressing themselves really, really fast, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And now, you know, I'm looking at splits. I'm looking at the monitor. Safan Hassan has taken a uh, huge step forward. Uh, I don't see Ruth Chup and Gettich in sight right now. Not to ever count Ruth Chup and Gettich out, that's for sure. But Safan has really asserted herself. Uh, so far in the later stages of this race. There's been a break in the women's field, as Jenny Spangler has explained. The two-time defending champion, Ruth Chepengedich, trying to become the first official winner of three in a row in Chicago. 14 seconds short of the world record last year. Chepengedich, or Ruth as we call her, has fallen behind the women's leader, Safan Hassan, at the back end of the women's race. We want to thank race director Kerry Pinkowski, who will rejoin us later in the show. The lead women, again, it's Safan Hassan who's taken over for Ruth. Let's head out to the front of the women's pack and bring in our insider, five-time U.S. champion, NCAA All-American, Trinier Moser. Is this the big moment in the race we've been waiting for, Trinier? It could be possibly, Josh. The women have been working together, and they've been trading off going back and forth. But right now, Safan Hassan does have the lead. Um, Ruth is trailing probably about... 10, 15 meters behind. So she is in line of sight, and she does still have Safan um, in her line of sight to get after her. But Safan looks amazing. She looks very, very relaxed. She just has one pacer still with her, and she's just tucked in right behind him, just looking super relaxed, shoulders down, arms. Actually, she just came out in front of him a bit. Um, At this point, I think it seems like she's getting a bit anxious, but she is just trying to stay as relaxed as possible after we just passed the 15-mile mark. I just want to say, which is just so crazy, for Hassan to come off the track and then come out here and do this marathon training and then obviously racing, it's just—it's pretty amazing. Um, she's a rookie. This is her rookie year of the marathon. She's taken to the marathon very, very well. She's still getting used to the distance. I was able to talk to her coach this morning, Tim Roberry, and she's a veteran. Um, she's not used to the volume that it goes into training for the marathon yet, coming off the track, and he does say it does eat her up quite a bit. So he is happy where their training has been the last um, six weeks and even leading into this. She's done a lot of training in Park City, Utah, so she's been at altitude. Um, just trying to get ready, obviously, for the Chicago Marathon. Trainier, we're going to ask you to stand by. We're going to ask you to stand by. We're getting close to the finish of the women's wheelchair race, and we'll pick up with the speedy Safan Hassan, who's taking the lead in the women's race in just a moment. We're excited to bring you the finish of the women's wheelchair race as Susanna Scaroni and Catherine DeBruner are rolling side-by-side, and it's DeBruner who's crossing first, in an unofficial time of 138.44, Catherine De Bruner, the 28-year-old from Switzerland, makes it a Swiss sweep here in Chicago. Susanna Scaroni has been dethroned, and unfortunately for her, the Champagne native at age 32 has to settle for another runner-up in Chicago. So the winners, Catherine De Bruner and Marcel Hoog. As I said earlier, Susanna Scaroni said she hoped it didn't come down to a sprint finish. Unfortunately, it did. Those two are flying coming down this uh, finish stretch area. It was just amazing to watch, and congratulations to them both. Catherine DeBruner is the women's wheelchair champion. We thought Manuela Shah or maybe even Tatiana McFadden, and, of course, the defending champ Susanna Scaroni, a little bit off our radar, but with the technology in the chairs and DeBruner being just a, a click behind, she certainly won before. Berlin, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, she set her PR. Today was her day. It, it really was, and Scrony knew what she was dealing with with De Bruner, and De Bruner stayed close. She kept it close. She was she was right on her wheel throughout the race, and like Jenny mentioned, it, it did come down to that kick. And you know, as an athlete, whether whether you're push rim, you're you're, you're an able body competitor out here, you know the strengths of your competitors, and you know 
hey, I need to get away from this athlete before Mount Roosevelt, right, in coming down to the shoot. If I'm going to beat this person, I cannot leave it to the end. So I imagine Scaroni, we, we watched her here on our feeds trying to get away and push away so it wouldn't come down to this sprint finish, but it did, and De Bruyne came out on top once again. From Switzerland, age 28, Catherine De Bruyne and another Swiss man, 37-year-old Marcel Hoog, the women's and men's chair champions in Chicago. We've got two races to go, and wouldn't you know that today... We're learning of an unofficial starting total that would set a Chicago Marathon record. We've got that number, and we're going to share it with you next. We want you to stick with us. We've got world record paces being set in the men's and women's field. Along with Josh Cox, Jenny Spangler, I'm Josh Liss, near the finish line in Grant Park. Stick with us. It's the 45th running of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon on Sports Radio 670, The School. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.